Let's hear our gospel passage read today, and you may be seated. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to the virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored, the Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be, Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin? The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come on you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age. And she who, has, who was said to be unable to conceive is in her sixth month. For no word from God will ever fail. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. So preaching while kids have open flames... The key to a short sermon. We ought to do this every Sunday, right? What beauty. Isn't this beautiful? Gorgeous singing. And all of this beauty is because of three words that were spoken by a young, most scholars say a teenage young woman. And I'm going to use the King James Version to get those three words. She says, let it be. Let it be done unto me as you have said. Let it be. Those words, what a beautiful expression of trust and surrender. In a culture where pregnancy out of wedlock could get you killed, she trusted that God would protect her. In a culture where this baby would mark her as outside what was correct or dignified, she lived up to her name. Are you ready? Listen to this name. Her name, Mary, Miriam, means rebellious woman. She chose God over culture, God's will instead of what people would whisper about her for the rest of her life. God's love over her family's aspirations for her. She chose to have Jesus instead of her ease or comfort in life. In fact, just like her namesake, Miriam, the sister of Moses, she broke out in song once her let it be became a it is happening. <laughs> However, she wasn't singing a song of God's victory in military battle, but the now pregnant Mary proclaims the victory that all humanity was longing for. God and sinners reconciled. Her first words proclaim that victory. My soul magnifies the Lord. 
Now, you may not get the full meaning until we look at the Greek language. Yes, I know. Greek on Christmas Eve. (laughs) Consider it your present. In the Greek, she says, my psukse. Everybody say psukse. It's the Greek word for life force or the life that is in me, that which animates human beings. My life force, megalune. Everybody say megalune. Megalune. Which is the Greek word for magnify or to make visible. So Mary is saying that her very life is perfectly suited to make God visible in the world. What a victory that our lives could be a dwelling place for God who created everything. What a promise and a gift that is available to us, to you today. Do you know that Mary's song could become your song today? Now you may look at your life and say, just like Mary said, how could this be? You don't know me. If only you knew me. I'm not good enough. Well, I don't know, may not know you, but I know God. And I know God specifically the God who looks like, loves like, and forgives like Jesus did. Jesus will come into anyone's life who will ask Him to. In the Bible, the book of Revelation chapter 3 verse 20 says this, Look at me. I stand at the door and I continually knock. If anyone hears... If you hear, if you hear me and open the door, I will come right in. I will sit down to supper with you. To eat with someone in Jesus' day and age means that you are a friend. You are accepted or you are forgiven if that's what's necessary to maintain or begin the relationship. I believe that Jesus will do that for each and every one of you. It's as easy as opening a door and as difficult as saying, let it be. Will you do this today? I can think of no better Christmas present for you to give yourself, to give your partner, your spouse, your kids, your world. Take a moment right now. Bow your head. Now, I want us all to do this so that no one feels embarrassed. I want you to repeat this prayer after me today, out loud, all of us together. I open the door to you, Jesus. Let it be to me as you have said. Come in and live in me. Let my very life show you to the world. In your name I pray. pray. Amen. Amen. Now whether you prayed that prayer today for the first time or whether you prayed something very similar to it a long time ago, today your song is Mary's song. My soul magnifies the Lord. Can we say that out loud together? One, two, three. My soul magnifies the Lord. Let's say it again. My soul magnifies magnifies the Lord. One more time. My soul magnifies the Lord. Would you stand? And we're going to sing a song based right on that as we are dismissed today. So I want to say Merry Christmas to everyone.
And I pray that this Christmas season you will know that your very life is perfectly suited to make God visible in the world. Open your heart to Jesus and His love and it will transform everything.